Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And uh, as we all know, it was a big fight weekend, and we had uh, Tyson Fury coming up as the winner with a knockout over his opponent, Dillian White, who immediately has claimed uh, an, an illegal knockdown, uh, shall we say, double-handed pushdown, and therefore he's actually looking for uh, a, a rematch unbelievably that is uh, interesting news out of that particular uh, fight let me let me cruise on to the official uh, result cards uh, as uh, given to us by uh, our friends across the pond the boxing247.com here we go tyson fury retained his wbc ring and lineal world heavyweight championships of the world with a stunning knockdown of mandatory challenger dillian white at wembley stadium in front of a record boxing crowd, that would be 94,000 people, Fury established the upper hand right off the, right from the off, with the crisper work that nullified the bullish intentions of the rugged Londoner. The fight became a rough house at times, and referee Mark Lyson was kept busy issuing warnings to both fighters. Fury began to land more telling blows in the fifth round as White appeared to be a little tired, uh, and frustration at barely being able to land a glove on the champion, which was annoying to watch as a fan. Then in the sixth round, Fury unleashed a show-stopping right uppercut that snapped into the jaw of White, who fell heavily to the floor. He got up before the ten, but was wobbling on his feet, and an invitation to walk towards Mark Lyson resulted in him lurching forward, clearly unable to continue. The official time of the stoppage was 2.59 of round number six. Tyson Fury had this to say. First of all, I want to say that, as always, I dedicate this to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He gave me the victory again tonight, and I gave him the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I won this fight in this country tonight in my lovely own, my England. I did not expect to be reading that. Uh, and nor will I read the entire uh, entity of what they've posted on the website. You can go to boxing247.com and read all of uh, Tyson Fury's blather. Uh, hopefully he retires. Hopefully he uh, doesn't continue any further. Although if uh, Usyk beats Joshua, fine. I would like to see that for the unification, but it ain't going to happen. And uh, there's no way in the world that Dillian White is going to win his argument that he deserves a rematch. Um, Eko Esteban retained his welterweight treble uh, title, British Commonwealth and IBF European uh, belts with a decision victory over challenger Darren Tetley in another fight that was on that night. In a featherweight humdinger, Nick Ball seized the WBC silver title with a brutal defeat of the far more experienced Isaac Lowe. Referee Lachlan stopped uh, the fight as the towel came in at 145 of the sixth round. Uh, good for him. A heavyweight hopeful, David Adelaide, inflicted a rare stoppage defeat on Central Asia champion Chris Healy when a monster left hook and ran my right hand, had the Stockport man out on his feet, and referee Chaz Coakley stopped in, stepped in to prevent a canvas-filled finish. The fight was stopped after 52 seconds of the fourth round. So let's, uh, let's hope we uh, hear more from him. Elsewhere on the Fury front, Tommy Fury moved himself to 8-0 as a pro with a convincing victory over the previously 10-1 Daniel Bakowski with Kieran McCann calling a margin of 60-54 over six rounds. Fury fell the pole 
with a huge right hand in the in round number five, but the brave Bukowski held on to reach the final bell. In the light heavyweight card, Carol Itiyama made quick work of his Polish opponent, opponent Michael Klacht, uh, putting him down twice before Chas Coakley has seen enough after two, two minutes and 27 seconds of the second round. Early on in the evening, though, teenage prodigy Royston Barney Smith made it two and zero as a pro with a 40-36 victory over Konstantin Radoy, scored by referee Kieran McCann. And uh, Kurt Walker won a points over four rounds against Stefan Nikolai early on as well. He scored uh, a knockdown in round number two with the bell going four round distance. Walker remained undefeated with a shutout points victory with a score of 40-35. There are all your results. From that big fight that took place over in Wembley, uh, that was sure to have entertained uh, the British fans in attendance that evening. The night prior, we saw Jazza Dickens go toe to toe against Anthony Gago. Jazza Dickens wants a fight with WBA World Featherweight Champion Lee Wood after he impressively stopped Andoni Gago at Pro Bellum Liverpool. Dickens was back in action after losing last summer's world title fight with Kid Galahad but delivered a statement of intent by landing a crunching uppercut on the former European champion to send him to the canvas in the fifth round. Gago failed to beat the referee's count, and with eight seconds left in the session, the contest was waved off. Also, Sam Maxwell's IBO World Super Lightweight Dream ended in the ninth round of a thrilling battle with Mexico's Alejandro Menezes. Maxwell was dropped in round four, but continued to return fire in a back-and-forth affair that will rank as one of the fights of the year. The Liverpool man was floored heavily again in the ninth, and though he got back on his feet, Menezes swarmed Maxwell and forced ref referee Howard Foster to step in at 2.39 of the round, ending it. Rocky Fielding continues to rebuild towards another title shot after making light work of T.M.L. Lane. Fielding, the former WBA World Super Middleweight champ, forced the third round stoppage of Timo Lane. Referee Steve Gray stepped in after 134 of the session and Fielding says he feels refreshed for having waited to get back in the ring following his 2018 defeat to Saul Canelo Alvarez. A few of the other undercard results, uh, Blaine Highland uh, defeated Stephen Jackson, Stephen Cairns, uh, won by I think technical knockout over Jose Hernandez, Joe McGrail uh, won in, over Muhammad Ali Wirth, Harry Kinsella won by points over Christian Navez. Will, Will Colley won points over Marius Vicinius. And Frankie Stringer won his bout against Simus Velocius. There we go. Great card indeed it was. Um, did I mention Paul Butler? As I've mentioned, Paul Butler. Paul Butler has described his unbelievable feeling of becoming a two-time bantamweight champ of the world. Butler outpointed late replacement Jonas Sultan at Probellum Liverpool to claim the WBO interim world title in front of his passionate fans. Um, Peter McGrail had warned the Super Bandweight division that he is only going to get better and better after recording a third straight stoppage win. The Liverpool star halted Uriel Lopez in the fourth round after an overwhelming, uh, overwhelming the Mexican with yet another masterful display. McGrail is now 4-0, by the way. Pro Bellum's Sam Jones added, this was a great decision by the referee to stop the fight. Lopez was taking a lot of damage. This guy will be selling the arena out very, very soon, and he will win uh, world titles in numerous weight divisions. Get behind Peter McGrail. What a fighter. Okay. And the night prior, 
we saw Joel Diaz Jr. Uh, and Marquito Gesta out of uh, Fantasy Springs Casino in Indio, California. Golden Boy returned to its Coachella Valley home at the Fantasy Springs Resort with an exciting night of boxing and a sold-out uh, event. The main event of the night featured an eventful 10-round lightweight fight between Palmdale's Joe Diaz, Joel Diaz Jr., who's now 26-2 and two, with 22 knockouts, and San Diego's Mercito No Mercy Gesta, who is now 33-3-3 with 17 knockouts. Indeedy. Elsewhere on that uh, card, we saw co-main event of the night, Yascao Tito Gonzalez, 12-0-1, 11 knockouts, fighting out of Glendora, California, face and experienced Yario Lopez, who's now 27-15 with 17 knockouts, fighting out of Apodaca, Mexico. The exciting fight featured Lopez hitting the canvas in the second round, and Lopez opening a gash on Gonzalez's right eye with a headbutt. The two Warriors continued to trade blows in the fourth and fifth rounds in the sixth round. As Lopez was stepping back from an attack, the referee called off the fight, awarding Gonzalez the victory via knockout at the two-minute and twenty-second, two-minute and twenty-nine-second mark of the round. Elsewhere on that card, local fan favorite Manuel Manny Flores, who's now twelve and zero, nine knockouts out of Coachella, had took on the experienced Victor Ruiz, who's twenty-three and thirteen. Uh, out of Tijuana, the scheduled eight-round super bantamweight fight did not go the distance as Flores knocked out Ruiz in the third round to win uh, 221 uh, of that round. All good. Oh, well, there's one more. Uh, uh, part of, uh, let's see, Las, Bo Las Cobos, Mexico, Zuyan Salvatierra, 8-1, participated in a scheduled six-round flyweight fight against Ernie Marquez out of Fort Morgan, Colorado. And in the second round, after a knockdown, Marquez complained of ankle pain and his corner called off the fight. Salvatieri was awarded the victory as a technical knockout at the 226 marker. Good stuff out of California. Coming up on May 20, May 20, May 21st at the O2 Arena in London, England, we're going to see Ali Scottney, one of our favorite young fighters that we've profiled before here on Talking Fight, go toe-to-toe against Maria Celia Roman. British prospect Ellie Scottney will defend her WBA Intercontinental Super Bantamweight belt for the first time on May 21st against Argentina's Maria Cecilia Roman at the O2 Arena in London, England. She won the title last February 12th by defeating Jorgelina Guanlini by unanimous decision and good performance for Scottney. It's important to be facing opponents with experience and who have won world championships as they help her to prove her quality. Roman is an Argentinian warrior who's visiting with all the intention of damaging the local party. She lost, uh, oh, she lost against Ebony Bridges for the world title and wants to get back uh, on the winning track. Scottney's undefeated in four fights, while Roman has 60 wins, six losses, and one draw. And for the last, uh, the last story of the day, we're gonna give you an update on the Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano show that's going on April 30th that's coming up in uh, less than a week at Madison Square Garden in New York City a fight that we've been waiting for for months thank you Jake Paul Katie Taylor Katie Taylor Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano are set to make history in an epic battle for Taylor's undisputed lightweight title at MSG in New York City on Saturday, April 30th, live worldwide on DAZN. And Taylor is thrilled to be part of the shine, of shining the brightest ever light on women's boxing. 
Taylor and Serrano will become the first female fighters to headline the world's most famous arena in its 140-year-old history in the process. Irish favorite Taylor, who's 20-0 with six knockouts, puts her 135-pound hardware on the line for the sixth time in the Big Apple and does so against seven-weight champ Serrano, who's 42-1-1 with 30 knockouts. The Puerto Rican ace, and as you a Brooklyn native, by the way. Both fighters can proudly state that they have played huge roles in the recent rise in popularity for women's boxing. Agreed. And when they step through the ropes at the famous arena in 10 days' time, they smash through yet another glass ceiling and showcase women's boxing on the grandest of stages. I think that's less than 10 days' time. But anyway, this is just a special occasion for me to headline a huge fight like this at Madison Square Garden, said Taylor. It's being billed as the biggest fight in female boxing history. This is just incredible and a real privilege for me. I love being involved in these kinds of fights. These are the challenges that I've always wanted. I don't think that I've ever backed down from any challenge. I want to face the very best. Amanda Serrano is a fantastic fighter. She's a great champion. She's not there. She's not here for no reason. She deserves this opportunity as well. She's been pining her own way. And that's why this fight is the best in female boxing history. We have champion versus champion. The best versus the best. And this is why this site, this fight is so special. Couldn't agree more. Fantastic stuff out of Katie Taylor. And we look to hear from her as the week goes on. Thank you very, very much for joining me here on uh, Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Yeah. Just taking a quick look at my, my comments here. Lee Wood, another Nottingham. Yes, I know. And uh, is, is Lee Wood up for the challenge? Uh, oh, I didn't realize they were both. So they're both from the same city, Nottingham. Wow. <laughs> I'm not anti-Fury, by the way. Uh, I've just had enough of him. Um, yes, uh, it, it was it was a good fight, a, a good knockout. I hope that helps unclog the heavyweight division. That's what I hope. Uh, I hope you you sick, uh, beats Joshua. By the way, uh, I kind of hope that Tyson Fury says no. I'm not going to retire and fights you sick. That will be a really good fight to watch as well. Uh, but if not, if, if if Tyson Fury has retired now, I think White's now just a gatekeeper. Um, you know, now and if Fusick wins, you know, he's pretty well uh, cream of the crop. Uh, I think uh, Joshua's had his day. Uh, at the end of it, there's a bunch of new heavyweights that are coming up, climbing the ranks quickly over here in North America. And they're going to take the, the challenge that the the – European uh, fighters will throw their way. That's my opinion. Uh, but yeah, Nottingham's got some great fighters. Agreed. Uh, I'd love to see the uh, Asu, Asu Yukiman. Is that how you pronounce it? Asu, Asu Echo Usuman. <laughs> we got it. There we go. Hope to see that fight happen between him and Lee Wood and, uh, and declare a Nottingham uh, champ. All right. That's it for today. Thanks very much for joining. Appreciate it. Hey, Carl. And uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, and all that stuff. And uh, we'll see you later on. I might, I might just sit in the background for the interview going on with the boys at uh, 4 p.m. Uh, both Mike and Cedric have a special guest. And I know who he is, but my mind is going blank. Doesn't matter. You'll have to tune in at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, to find out who they're interviewing at 4 p.m. on Knuckle Up. I'll see you then. Bye.